Hi, I'm Stephanie Wainwright. I'm a wife, a mom, a business owner, and my life is chaotic all the time. So I created this podcast to help you find the funny, the good, while navigating through the chaos. This is Chaotic Compass Podcast. Okay, what is up, guys? It's Stephanie, Chaotic Compass here, sipping and bitching tonight. Tonight, I am talking about how I um, I cuss around my kids. I don't try to hide it. It's one of those things where I grew up around it, and not necessarily I'm trying to like project like just because you know I grew up around it. I'm you know it's not going to hurt my kids or anything like that, but. I grew up around it as far as um, it's more term of endearment, you know, like tell somebody to fuck off or, you know, to it, it, sentence enhancers or, you know, it's uh, it's it's just something that I, I've always grown up around. So it's really hard for me to filter that out. I do try to filter it out as much as I can with my kids, but I still do do cuss around them. But it came up the other night and, and cussing is is not I'm not saying that it's it's supposed to be. Like it's not all the time and it's not with every sentence and it's not um, derogatory towards them. It's just, it's typically lighthearted. Um, I don't try to use my words against them. So I don't want you to, you know, start calling CPS about how I verbally abuse my children or anything. But it came up the other night with my oldest about, I guess one of her friends had, uh, they're allowed to use certain curse words and she had brought it up uh, not like serious about it she just had brought it up and um as far as if they could start you know adding in cuss words to their vocabulary right and I'm like well my oldest is done you know she just you know graduated from ninth grade she's getting ready to be a sophomore in high school so I mean yeah like sure but as far as the you know what words are appropriate for each kid, right? Because we have a wide range of kids. As far as our oldest is, she'll be 15 in September and our youngest just turned nine. So there's a big gap there, you know, between 10th grade and almost fourth grade. Um, but it was brought up and I guess for her friend, every year they add in a new word, a new cuss word for them for her to be able to use her in her dialogue on a daily basis. I don't know about that, guys. It's I don't try to hide cussing from my kids, but at the same time, I don't know how I feel about my kids cussing. And I know we were supposed to set an example for our kids, like how the kids uh I try to get them to make their beds every day and keep their area clean. And so for a while there it was like, okay, I need I need to set by example here and so I was making the bed and then and now it's the season and I'm falling behind on just the chaos like I'm just I'm literally looking at like I try to set up tonight just to kind of like be right here but I'm literally looking at the chaos on my desk and it's just unorganized and and kind of gives me a little bit of anxiety so but that's that's another topic for another day about how clutter gives me anxiety but um tried to lead by example, right? But how do I lead by example if I don't think it's that bad for me to cuss every now and then, but I don't know how I feel about my 14, almost 15-year-old cussing. So I kind of took a little deep dive in about like why 
you know, why, why do I cuss? You know, with, with my mom, it was something she was raised around her mom. You know, it's kind of been this generational thing. I don't think I've ever, I don't think I have a picture of my mom or her mom without them flipping off the camera. Um, telling somebody to fuck off is a term of endearment. It's just how everybody has always been. Um, I find cussing to be a, a way of self-expression. Um, so I'm trying to, if I do start to let the kids cuss, I want them to know that once you say words, you can't take them back. Words can potentially cause harm. So if you're going to say words, you need to be, be careful about what you say. That's a whole, that's a whole thing to teach kids as far as, teach anybody, (laughs) um, as far as the expectations of what comes out of your mouth. Once you say it, it's really hard to take that back. It's really hard to undo the hurt that words cause, you know, just trying to, uh, to circumnavigate. So my, my kids, they, they're not together all the time because they have two different dads, but, uh, my, my husband's kids, um, Gary and Isla, they are 12 and nine. They argue all the time because they, when they're, they're here together, they're their moms together. They don't get a break from each other. Um, they are constantly always together you would think that that would be a common bond, but I guess I just assumed wrong. There was a brief period of time when I was probably my son's age, maybe 10. I can't remember exactly how old because it's kind of all of a blur, but definitely elementary school and uh, my parents had separated for a while. And I had gone and lived with my mom and her younger brother's house and... My sister had gone with my dad and, um, it was weird. It was weird not having my sister around. And then we would kind of flip flop back and forth between parents. And, um, and then sometimes we would be together with the one parent and sometimes we'd be together with the other parent, but it was rare. Um, so, and I just remember that being really weird of not being able to be around my sister. Um, and so to have that common bond of going through separation, like your parents are now separated and you are together. And so you both are living through this together. I thought it would be like one of those, like, okay, so we're in this together. And so we're going to navigate this together and I'm here for you and you're here for me. But no, it's literally just, you are regular siblings just in other houses. It's, it's no different. It's literally how my sister and I would argue all the time about the most pettiest, just, just stupid petty shit. Their arguments, you can't recoil some of the words that you say. And I've tried to teach them this. And so it's like, I'm not there yet. (laughs) Because if I start hearing a cuss word flying around, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this. You know, I think I could trust my 14-year-old to where she would use words appropriately. But I'm not there with the 12, the 10, and the 9-year-old. I'm not there. Um, so I guess maybe once you get into high school, maybe that's appropriate. Maybe, you know, 
once we can actually know the full meaning of the word and use it, you know, in, in right context. I can remember the first time my daughter cussed. She had to been like three. And um, she had like spilt her something, some kind of food. She's like, shit, I just spilled this. And it's like the first time I heard it and it was in the right context. So I can't be so mad. Um, you know, and it's like, I don't, I didn't laugh. I didn't laugh at her, but it was just like, okay, hey, this is, these are potty words. We, we called them potty words. And for the longest time, my daughter, once she was in the bathroom, she would use, not, not curse words, but she would use, she'd be like, this stupid toilet. And, you know, stupid was not one of the words that we, we would say, you know, especially when you're like three. Um, but it would be so funny. She would wait until she get in the bathroom and that's when she would let all of the words out. I'm like, okay, technically it's a potty word and we're in, we're in the potty room. That makes sense. But to try to figure out the maturity level of each one of your kids individually, just because they're 12 doesn't mean they're mature. Um, just because they're 10 does not mean they're less mature than a 12 year old. You know, there's each, you have to look at each child individually. And that's what I'm trying to assess um, as far as where each child could potentially be. Um, you know, it was also the reiteration that if we do allow this, these words are to only be used in our house. You cannot just go to school and just start saying these words. You can't hang out with your friends and at their houses and start saying those words. You probably, I probably wouldn't even let you say those words if you were here and you brought your friend over. I, you know, but there's a line. Like if you're just hanging out with all six of us, okay. Like in this house is a safe place and you can say these things. But because I just, I can't imagine, you know, because like our, my mom and my husband's mom are, polar opposites they are very very different moms um I can't imagine my life if I had that type of mom in my life I can't imagine if what my life would be if I had Ryan's mom as my mom I can't imagine I, I think I would be a completely different very different person but I know that when we go over to Grammy and Grandpa's there is no cursing. We don't do that. And it's very hard for Stephanie to not. It just slips out. It's just, it's just there. It's just, it's such a habitual thing for me. Just be like, fuck that. You know, and it's, it's joking. You know, it's not, it's not me being vindictive. It's just me. This is how I talk. But I know we can't do that. And so the kids would have to know how to respect we don't say these words outside of the home. And so it's like, you got to think about it. Like, hey, it does your friend talk like this in front of you? Does Grammy talk like that in front of us? Okay, no. So we need to respect that, hey, they don't use these words. And so we need to be respectful of them. <laughs> it's how to understand the maturity level of each individual kids outside of their age is another level of difficulty. I talked about this on another episode about we're just sitting at dinner and, you know, our 12-year-old just rips it. It's like, you're in middle school. 
we had gone to, this is pure chaos. We had gone to my, my daughter's dad has another kid. So she has a half brother that just turned six. And then we had gone to his birthday party. We were all invited to his birthday party. This random, it's like an indoor playground on steroids. I don't know. It was like inside an old Kroger kind of looking. I don't know. It was weird. But, you know, the kids had a blast, even though they're 14, 12, and 9. We didn't, uh, Liam wasn't there. He had another birthday party to go to. But um, they all had a blast. But, the you know, I'm, I'm trying to keep an eye on them, even though it's all caged in. And the exits are clearly marked. And there's only, like, one of them. So, but I'm still paranoid that one of my kids is just going to leave, even though they're 14, 12, and 9. Uh, I'm just that. I'm not a hover mom. I'm just... I'm constantly counting kids. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. You know, oh, there's my husband. One, two, three, four. You know, I'm constantly keeping track of everybody. With that being said, you would think that with a 14, a 12, and a 9-year-old, I I shouldn't have to treat them like some of these crazy-ass little 2- and 4-year-olds that are running around, right? Literally running. Like, full sprint in socks on what's to look like a freshly buffed tile floor okay um and you have to wear socks in there you can't be barefooted and so it was like this is a recipe for a disaster but you know I'm I'm here for it but I was like I don't I don't I shouldn't have to tell my kids to not run next next thing I know the 12 year old is sprinting across the tile floor I grab him by his arm I was like hey why are you running? Where's the fire? We only should be running like that if we're trying to exit the building. He's like, oh no, I was just trying to catch up to my friends. And I was like, so here's the problem. And I shouldn't have to explain this to you because you're in sixth grade, but I'm going to break it down. Socks, slippery floor, you're going to hurt yourself. Okay. Walk from now on, or you're going to have to sit in a timeout. I can't remember the last time I put my kids in timeout, honestly. I've done restrictions. We've taken away electronics. We've you know, taken away dessert. But I can't remember the last time. And I'm very blessed that we've had to... I can't remember when we put him in timeout last. But I had to threaten him. I'm going to have to put you in timeout because that's a timeout offense. I was like, you see these little kids? You see these little tiny babies? They're running around and the parents don't give a crap. I give a crap. I don't want you to have a concussion. I want you to have fun. So let's walk. You can walk briskly, but please walk. Next thing I know, it seemed like power walking. (laughs) He's got to get there fast. So, I mean, I think all of our kids are to the point where... If you can just explain the why, they'll get it. Now, there are some things my kids just don't, do not fucking get. Like, please put the toothpaste back. Stop leaving your makeup all over the place. Why are there Lego pieces everywhere still? I don't understand. Like, that's just going to get sucked up in the vacuum and I'm not going to give a fuck. I don't know if they're to the point to where they would know and understand and respect curse words and also there's the other level of it do I if I'm allowing my child to curse do I need to have the conversation with the other parent 
about, hey, we're allowing this in our house. If you want to allow that in your house, that's cool. But if not, I understand. These are the only words that are allowed in our house and you can't use them anywhere else kind of thing. I'm indecisive of whether I want to have that conversation. I know my first husband, my daughter's dad would be, he's very laid back. My second husband, I think maybe when Liam's older, not not necessarily now, but I think he would be okay with it. But I don't think that Gary and Anna's mom would be on board with it. She's a very straight-laced Christian and I don't know if she would be okay with allowing her kids to cuss. So that's kind of, I'm on the fence. You know, I think I could have that conversation with my ex-husbands, but I don't know if, if Ryan could have that conversation with her and get the same respectable conversation from that I, that I think I would, but that's not for me to know. And so, but anyways, it's, these are the topics of conversation in this household cussing do you like do you think it would be acceptable do you cuss with your kids do you do you cuss with your nieces and nephews I mean like I know my brother-in-law oh my god he's a big cusser like you know he cusses with his kids I'm surprised his son's first words weren't like cock and balls you know like (laughs) I don't know how that's not a thing um but I can see his kids being the ones be like four years old and going to preschool and be like, fuck this. And like flipping a table over, (laughs) you know, because they got just enough of him and then just enough of my, my sister's, you know, attitude that comes out when she's pissed off. Um, but you know, he's the type of person that, that he's always cussed around my kids and I I don't care. Like it's, you know, my kids are, you can't, you're going to go out into public and you're going to be around people and you just have to let your kids know that these are not appropriate words. I'm not trying to shield my kids from everything. Be like, we don't say those words. There's kids present, you know, earmuffs. Um, you know, I, I can only, I can only teach my kids what's right and wrong. That's another subject of, you know, there's so many people out there that are trying to shelter their kids so hard, but instead of sheltering them, they're trying to turn the world off, you know, like, you're out in public, you can't act like that. You know, it's like, you can't, you can't tell people how to act in public. But anywho, so, you know, my husband left his phone over here and his dad has texted him an emoji of somebody rowing a boat. I'm not 100% sure here. Cussing with kids, I think is, is, it's not going to work for every household. You have to know your kid. And you kind of have to have, if, if you have those values of that it's not acceptable, then you have those values and it is what it is. I'm not, I'm not saying that, you know, what you're doing is wrong and what I'm doing is right. It's just, I think that this is what's going to work for my family of once they kind of get into the high school realm of if they want to, that's cool. And if not, whatever. I try to, I'm a big words person. Hey, if you don't know. I'm a Scorpio. I love going to the beach and my love languages are words of affirmation and quality time. Um, words are a big deal for me. I think I think if my husband were to write poems every day to me, that would just swoon. Just saying, Ryan, if you're listening to this, <laughs> just joking. If words are a big, big deal. And so I take them 
pretty seriously. Now, when I become irrational, everything kind of just, there's no filter. It kind of just comes out. And so um, for that, I'm sorry. Again, if my husband's listening, I'm sorry. But words are such a big deal for me. So, but they would need to know the meanings behind them to to understand how they potentially could hurt somebody. Um, and that takes a really mature person to, to realize, hey, my words are not, what I'm saying right now isn't really indicative of what I'm trying to actually say. And I'm sorry. And here's what I was trying to say. Um, that takes a really mature person to break it down and be like, hey, I'm ju- I'm not really trying to tell you to fuck off. I'm just trying to tell you to back off and I just need some space. But, you know, fuck off sounds sounds a lot, it's quicker and more upbeat and I don't know. For me, words are so powerful and if you just, if you can't, if you can't take them seriously, then you don't deserve to, to be using words that you don't really understand kind of thing too. But that's my short of today. Did you, as a kid, were you raised on, on curse words? I think that it's curse words, sarcasm, and alcohol. I think that those are the three things that make, make Stephanie. Little salt water too. Salt water being beach, tears, sweat, all of the above. But that's that's all I've got for tonight. If you have a topic that you would like me to talk about, you can always reach me on I'm on Facebook and Instagram at Chaotic Compass. And I am on the interweb at chaoticcompass.com. I have a contact page and you can message me there. So I would love to hear from you. I I feel like when I sit here and talk, I talk about the things that are most bothering me, but it's like, oh man, I really, I really want to know what's bothering you. And so this is why I do it. I do these topics and I hope that I can resonate with one person out there and hope that it brings something to your life that was missing or whatever. I think I'm linking too little, like legit into my words, but again, I'm a words person and I could sit here and talk about nothing and everything all at once. So thank you for tuning in and have a great night. Thanks for tuning in, guys. I appreciate all of your love and support. If you really love today's episode, you should subscribe. And if you subscribe, then you get notifications of when my next episode launches. So another way to be super awesome would be to leave a rating and review or recommend it to your friends and family. If you're wicked awesome, you've already done all three. Another way to keep up with me and my crazy family is check out my website at chaoticcompass.com and I do blog and other stuff there. So I appreciate everything for you guys. I do this for you. So keep it up because the more you subscribe, the more I do.